Welcome. In Chapter 4, we'll overview the calculation of the federal income tax. Our first learning objective, we're going to describe the formula for calculating an individual taxpayer's taxes payable or refund, and we're going to generally explain each component of the formula. Always keep in mind two fundamental principles on income and deductions. The key principle on income is this. All income is includable absent a code provision authorizing its exclusion or deferral. Generally, taxpayers are taxed on all income they realize during the year, no matter the source. However, the tax laws allow taxpayers to permanently exclude or defer to a later year certain types of income they realize during the tax year. Income items that taxpayers are allowed to permanently exclude from income are called exclusions. Realized income items that taxpayers are not taxed on until a future year are called deferrals. Taxpayers include gross income on their returns. So gross income is realized income minus exclusions and deferrals. The second key principle deals with deductions. No deductions are allowed unless specifically authorized by the Internal Revenue Code. Taxpayers subtract deductions from their gross income to determine their taxable income. Taxpayers are not allowed to reduce income for any deductions unless a specific provision in the tax laws provides such a deduction. We have two types of deductions, above and below the line. Above the line deductions. Above the line or quote, for AGI, close quote, deductions, tend to relate to business activities and certain investment activities. These deductions always reduce taxable income dollar for dollar. Above the line deductions are above that last line on the front page of the individual tax form 1040. Gross income minus for AGI deductions equals adjusted gross income. AGI is an important reference point in the individual tax formula because it's often used in other tax-related calculations, including determining limitations on or from AGI deductions. AGI operates as a ceiling in the case of limiting charitable contributions. AGI operates as a floor in the case of limiting medical expense or miscellaneous itemized deductions. Let's look now at below-the-line deductions. From AGI deductions are subtracted from AGI to determine taxable income. Such deductions include itemized deductions, the standard deduction, and exemptions. These deductions are also referred to as deductions below the line. Taxpayers generally deduct itemized deductions when the amount of the itemized deductions exceeds the applicable standard deduction. The standard deduction itself varies by the filing status and is annually indexed for inflation. Taxpayers receive additional standard deduction amounts for blindness and old age. The standard deduction for taxpayers claimed as a dependent on another's tax return is the greater of $300 or earned income not to exceed the normal standard deduction amount. Let's now examine personal exemptions for self and others. Taxpayers are allowed to deduct personal exemptions for themselves and their spouses, if any, and dependency exemptions for those who qualify as their dependents. Calculation of the income tax may be more involved than simply looking at a rate schedule. Taxpayers generally calculate tax on their taxable income 
by referring to the tax tables or tax rate schedules. However, certain types of income such as long-term capital gains and qualifying dividends may be taxed at rates lower than the rates provided in the tax rate schedule. Additionally, taxpayers may be required to pay the alternative minimum tax or a self-employment tax in addition to their regular income tax. Tax credits reduce taxpayers' tax liability dollar for dollar, while deductions decrease taxable income dollar for dollar. Taxpayers prepay taxes during the year through employer withholding, estimated taxes, or any prior year tax overpayment applied to the current year tax liability. If tax prepayments exceed the taxpayer's total tax after credits, the taxpayer receives a refund. If tax prepayments are less than the total tax after credits, the taxpayer owes additional tax with his or her return. Let's tie together the concepts for the first learning objective with question 26A from the textbook. We're going to calculate the head of household taxpayer liability. On our facts, Jeremy has earned $100,000 in salary and an additional $6,000 in interest income. Jeremy has two qualifying dependent children living with him, and he qualifies to file as head of household, and has $17,000 in itemized deductions, and neither of his dependents qualify for the child tax credit. So our first step is determine gross income, which is the sum of salary and interest income, totaling $106,000. We have no above the line or four AGI deductions, so we're now at adjusted gross income of $106,000. The standard deduction for head of household is $8,700. The taxpayer will be able to deduct the greater of standard deductions or itemized deductions. Here, that'll be $17,000. Additionally, we have deductions for personal and dependency exemptions in the amount of 11,400, that represents 3,800 times three. We've now reached taxable income of 77,600. And looking at the tax rate schedule, we see that the tax liability will be the sum of $6,482.50 plus 25% of the difference between 77,600, our taxable income, and $47,350. Doing the math, we come up with an income tax liability of $14,045.